You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And tonight we've got a, a great show planned for you, so sit back, enjoy the snow. Oh, is it snowing? It's April already. What was what's going on here? Well, hopefully uh it's not going to really snow. Maybe it was uh maybe it was just they're fooling around at the weather department. All right. 800-848-9222-800-848 WABC. Give me a call and you will take home a bottle of daytime. Daytime is SPF 20. It's actually 23, but we say 20. And yes, even though it's going to snow in New York today, well, Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're going to need your sunscreen tomorrow because tomorrow it is going to be a UV index day of four in New York. Actually, it's getting up to 5.7. I'm sorry, at 1 o'clock tomorrow, it's 5.7. That means, believe it or not, you can burn tomorrow. Even if it's cloudy, you can get sun damage because the ultraviolet rays penetrate right through the clouds. So... A bottle of daytime is yours. Give me a call, 800-848-9222. It's an SPF 23. It is uh, 5% niacin, which uh, improves the barrier function of your skin. That, uh, in short, just means it keeps the bad things out and the good things in. And uh, and that's what we have to offer you tonight. All right, we're going to talk about Botox tonight, the most popular procedure in all of cosmetic surgery. Botox is it. But it's not just Botox. There's Xeomin and there's Dysport. And many of you ask me frequently, what is the difference? We're going to talk about what the difference is tonight. So uh, if you're going to have Botox or Xeomin or Dysport, which is a terribly named substance, isn't it? Sounds bad. But uh, I guess we have to talk to the marketing department of that company. Anyway, we will be talking about those substances in the first segment. Then we're going to talk about pain in plastic surgery. Does it hurt? And if it does, what we can do for it, and there might be something kind of new that's kind of old. I'll keep you on the edge of your seat for that one. We're going to talk about some new wrinkle fillers that are on their way in the United States, and these ones may be much better than what we already have. They're in Canada already. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about phthalates. What are phthalates? Well, stay tuned, and we'll talk about those toxins and why I don't have them in my products. So this is WABC's What's Your Wrinkle show. I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. Uh, and uh, what am I doing here on the radio? I've been doing it for ten and a half years, hopefully doing something right, answering your questions. If you, uh, let's say you're going to have a facelift this Wednesday, and you're scheduled 
But you've got those last-minute questions. You're riding in the Lincoln Tunnel right now, and uh, you ask your husband, uh, you know, uh, maybe I should give Dr. Perry a call and ask him about nerve injuries and facelifts. Uh, Are they possible? Or what I can achieve because I'm going to have my fourth facelift. Actually, I'm doing a... uh, a fifth facelift on someone coming up. This is the first time I've ever done a fifth, and uh, it'll be interesting. So uh, if you have questions about things like that, eyelid surgery, liposuction, breast augmentations, the things I like to do and like to talk about, facial rejuvenation, but I also like to talk about skin care. And as many of you know, I have my own skincare line, and um, we're going to be... Uh, maybe on a TV show coming up, but but I can't tell you which one yet. That's just the teaser. Although, those of you who have used my products, if you've used my clean time or my night time and uh, would like me to show your photographs on this TV show, I'd love to hear from you. You know, we have lots of patients uh, of mine who are on my complete regimen. That means all four or maybe my basic regimen, all three products, the moisturizer as well as the uh, the morning skin protector the evening uh, nourishing serum for the skin and uh, clean time soap i've got lots and lots and lots of people with that are on those products and lots and lots of photographs of patients um, with that that used all four or all three products but what i need are photographs of people who have just used my soap that's it and are not using other skin care and i also need photographs of people who have just used my nighttime. We can also have photographs of nighttime and clean time. That's okay. So if you're one of those people, give me a call. Dr. Perry, actually uh, email me, Perry at drperrys.com. I will not pay you. That's unethical. Sorry. <laughs> we don't do that. Uh, but I would love to show your photographs if you're interested. All right. 800-848- 9222-800-848-9222. So now, you might have gone to the plastic surgeon for Botox, and the plastic surgeon offered you not Botox, but something called Xeomin. And you said to the doctor, you know, w- wait a minute here. I want the real stuff. Give me the real stuff. Why, what are you giving me this knockoff stuff? And hopefully the plastic surgeon will have told you the truth about these substances And the truth is, there's not much of a difference. In fact, there's no difference between Botox and Xeomin. And the third one is is Dysport, D-Y-S-P-O-R-T, which I said earlier. It's got anything with a dis in it doesn't sound so good. I think the the marketing folks at that company probably should rename that one. Uh, But Botox uh, was the first one. That's the most popular one. I think they have about 90% market share. And then there's Xeomin. And now, why do I use Xeomin sometimes? And I do like Xeomin. I like Botox. They're really the same, in my opinion. The uh, The advantage to Xeomin is we don't have to refrigerate it before uh, before we uh, we dilute the uh, the uh, toxin. Isn't that wonderful? We talk about toxins. So before we, uh, we make it up in the office, we don't have to refrigerate it. If it's Xeomin, if it's Botox, we do. That means nothing to you. That's just for the doctor because uh, I can store the Xeomin in a closet, in a, in a pantry, in a cabinet, uh, whereas I have to store the Botox in the refrigerator. So that's not a real good reason for you to choose one or the other. 
the other um, reason you may you may want to choose Xeomin over Botox is that somewhere between four and seven percent of people develop antibodies towards the toxin in Botox. It's called botulinum toxin. Um, now Xeomin probably has a little lower rate of antibody formation because uh, it's a very technical uh, subject here. And I don't want to bore you with the details, but they've changed the molecule a bit with Xeomin so as to make it less likely to develop antibodies. That's all you really have to know. So if you're one of those people that might not be getting a great result from Botox or no result, well, then you might switch to Xeomin. Uh, Dysport, on the other hand, is very similar to Botox, so there's no such advantage to that one. So now the question is, are they really the same or are they different? You know, is, is one just as good as the other? Well, there was a study that was just published in the journal. I'm sure you all read Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. It's our white journal. It's the one we all read. And uh, this particular study did compare. Actually, they compared dozens and dozens of studies over the years. It's called a meta-analysis of the, uh, of the different studies comparing Botox and Xeomin and Dysport. And lo and behold, no difference, no difference. I mean, there might be some very, very, very slight differences at very high doses, higher than we normally use for Botox. It might be a little better at very high doses, but most people don't use these high doses. Uh, and that's in, inconclusive. The uh, this study did conclude that, uh, no, there's not a real difference. There's not a real reason to use one or another. So then why does uh, one plastic surgeon use one Botox and one uses Xeomin and one uses Dysport? The truth is it's kind of marketing by the company. So uh, whatever representative gets to the doctor sooner that month, they'll say, you know, I've got a special on Botox or a special on Xeomin. I'd like you to use that. And, you know, uh, that's the truth. That really is the truth. Why would one use, uh, you know, why would I use one as opposed to the other when they're basically the same, uh, basically the same product? Not a great reason. So it's all, all in the marketing. You know, these uh, different companies have incentive programs for patients. One might have a, a $50 coupon or something like that. But, but basically they're the same substance. So, so there you go. Uh, 1-800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Now, Marianne, uh, I know that you've got a good question, and I want you to stay on the line. Uh, we can take 30 seconds of it. We'll keep people teased, but then I'm going to have to answer your question after the break. So, Marianne, what is your question? What's your wrinkle? Uh, my question is, I'm 63 years old, and everybody always uh, commends my skin. They like, they say, you have beautiful skin. However... Above my lips, I have these lines that it's as if all the collagen just disappeared, and uh, I, I'm fearful of getting the fillers because I don't want I don't want my lips to be enhanced at all. I just want those lines to be filled in, and I'm afraid if I have that done, that it'll change my whole you know the look of my mouth. I have a small mouth, so I was all right. Now, Marianne, there. Marianne. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to take a break. Now, that's a great teaser question. And uh, when we come back from our break, which is about three or so minutes, I'm going to answer that question. In fact, I'm giving this lecture to the residents at Cornell and Columbia this Monday <laughs> and giving a demonstration of filler. So I'm going to tell you all about that when we come back from the break. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, 800-848-9222. We'll be back after these words. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. 
I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and nighttime is yours for $50. That's D R P E R R Y S.com, or call 844 Dr. Perry. That's 844 D R P E R R Y. I have struggled with irritable bowel syndrome for 40 years. I mean, really struggled with it. And I want you to know that since I have been taking Balance of Nature, I don't have it anymore. That but, I mean, fantastic. after 40 years, I'm 75 years old, and after 40 years of struggling with this and, you know, early on taking all kinds of medication and this, that, and the other thing, back in October, I was able to cancel my appointment with a gastroenterologist. Okay. You know, your products have made, have made my life. They have improved the quality of my life so tremendously. I can't, I can't be grateful enough. So I want, please thank you all, and please, if you ever have a chance to, please thank Dr. Howard. Good health is just a phone call away. What are you waiting for? Call now and take the health challenge to get a free month supply of Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code WABC. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Well, it's finally spring outside, and it's time for America's favorite pastime. No, not baseball, liposuction. You might have heard about non-invasive technologies that claim to take inches off of your waist, but in actuality, they seem to slim your wallet more than your belly. Liposuction is the tried and proven technique to reduce fat from your tummy, hips, thighs, or neck. I've been performing liposuction for over 30 years, and in most cases, you're back to work in just a few days and in a bathing suit in a few weeks. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of Fifth Avenue, and in central New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. Check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC on this this very cold Saturday in April. It was uh, 37 degrees uh, earlier today. It's going to go down below freezing. The roads are going to get terrible tonight. They're already salting. What's going on? We're supposed to have flowers and 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 gardening and things like that and it's still winter. I don't know what's going on. All right. Anyway, eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. So we have Marianne. Marianne, are you still on the line? I'm here. I'm here. Can you Okay, hear so yeah, I hear you perfectly, and so does everyone from Maine to Florida, Mary, not to get you nervous or anything. All right, so you're worried about filler and you asked me about what, Althera? Yeah, I was wondering uh you know not to have the filler, but is there anything else, a laser that could uh do the same thing as a filler would do, you know. That, that's my fear. Well, and, you know, I never. Well, that's smoked, a good question. 
I never smoked. That's and good. I never really stayed out in the sun that much, and I don't know why that that happened like that. I think it's more genetic. I don't know. I I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. You know. All right. Well, well, let's let's answer that. First of all, I'm going to address the uh, the filler question at the end. Okay. Of you, but first, I'm going to talk about other alternatives because prior to uh, I guess it's about uh, 13 years now since Restylane was first FDA approved, we didn't have anything good because collagen really wasn't a great filler. It's not on the market anymore. It was, the, collagen was approved in 1981. But it only lasts a few weeks, maybe a few months, wasn't so good. So never got real popular outside of Beverly Hills. Uh, but what we did do in the old days, and I'm old enough to have done all these procedures, I did uh, first dermabrasion, dermabrasion, which is a physical sanding down of those wrinkles around the lips. That works very well, but there's a two-week recovery. Uh, you get an awful lot of swelling. There's a wound on your lip. You don't leave your house. You don't answer the door when uh, someone knocks at the door. Uh, you look terrible. And then you're red for kind of weeks, maybe even months after the dermabrasion. And then, and then when everything settles down, your lip is a little lighter than in color than it would normally be. So it worked. It did decrease wrinkles. Uh, somewhere around 1995, the laser came in and replaced dermabrasion. And by the way, deep chemical peel works the same way as the dermabrasion. I trained with Tom Baker in Miami, who invented, literally invented in 1962, the deep chemical peel. So uh, deep chemical peel, that works. Dermabrasion works. And then the laser, between 1995 and 2005, the laser was the way to go for those wrinkles. But the problem with the laser was the same thing as the problem with dermabrasion and deep chemical peels, wounds for an excessive period of time, an unbearable recovery, pain. People did not like it. I'm sorry to say I did a lot of these procedures. Everybody was happy at the end, but no one would say that they would do these procedures a second time, which is very, very interesting because they work. They decrease the uh, visibility of those wrinkles. Then the uh, the Fraxel laser came in. It replaced the deep laser in about 19, uh, I'm sorry, it was about 2005 or so, right around there. And that was uh, billed as a laser that was more gentle. It helped with wrinkles, but you didn't have so much of a down uh, downtime, not as much of a recovery. Turns out it didn't work real well around the lips. It does work well on the cheeks and around the, uh, the crow's feet area, but it didn't work well on those wrinkles that you're talking about, Marianne. Mm -hmm. Okay, so at the same time uh, that the laser was kind of phasing out, Restylane was approved by the FDA. And I'll tell you something. Restylane was the first one, then Juvederm, and then Belotero, and many other fillers. And we're going to talk more about fillers during the show tonight. Uh, they were FDA-approved. These are hyaluronic acid, and these are great fillers. They work so well, and they can really decrease the visibility of those wrinkles around your mouth. Now, when you told me in the beginning that you didn't like the idea of fillers because you didn't want your lips to look funny, that's what you said, right? Yes, I did. Okay, yes. well, that is not the fault of the filler. It's the fault of the filly. Is that a word? <laughs> it's the doctor doing it. Be yeah, because uh, this is artistry. This is where medicine meets artistry. And if you're not an artist, then you're not going to do a good job at filler. If you are not trained in plastic surgery or dermatology or facial plastic surgery, one of those three fields, and, and do this all the time, uh, you're not going to be good at this. If you delegate it to people that you that train for two or four hours, 
you're not going to get a good result. I do this myself. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. I've been doing fillers since the college in days, since 1985 as a first-year plastic surgery resident. I do it all the time. I don't delegate it to a physician's assistant. I don't delegate it to a nurse. I do it myself. And the reason I do it myself is there is real artistry in doing filler, making it look beautiful and making it so that your lips don't look like uh, there's some uh, animal's lips or a fish lip. You know, you only have to walk around Manhattan to see or, or watch the Oscars to see these bizarre results right. of, uh, of people who have gotten too much. And the reason for that is is too much filler and a non-artistic doctor injecting it or maybe someone that just uh, doesn't want to spend an hour, an hour, 15 minutes. They want to spend 15 minutes to just kind of get it in there and charge you and you're out the door. That's not how you want to do it. So the way I do filler, first of all, I numb you up so you don't feel anything. Uh, There are four nerves around the mouth, two in the cheek and two in the chin. Uh, Like a dentist numbs those nerves. I get you good and numb so you don't feel anything. And then I'm going to inject you. You ready for this one? Probably around 300 to 500 injections. Oh, my God, she just fainted. Uh, Marianne, get up off the floor now. It's, it's a lot of injections, but you won't feel it. That's the way that we get a nice result. Each injection has the amount of filler that fits on the head of a pin. So we're not putting globs of this stuff in you. And we're filling the wrinkles individually around the mouth. We're, we're reestablishing the normal ridge now, you're in your 60s, you said, right, Marianne? Yes, I'm 63. Uh, okay, so that means you probably don't have much of a ridge. If you take your finger and run it between the white and red of your upper lip, when you were 20, you had a nice hard ridge there. But by the time you're 60 or 63, like you are, there's not much of a ridge left. And because of that, you get lipstick bleed and an indistinct border of the lip. So we reestablish that. And then there are these ridges that are not well understood called the filtral ridges. And those ridges go from your columella, that's the thing between your nostrils, a little skin between your nostrils, to the top of your cupid's bow of your upper lip, and uh, and if you look at your lip, you've got two of these uh, these little bow, a uh, little bow, uh, and in the middle is a filtral, a little dimple, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when you're 20, you have a very well defined filtral ridge, but by the time you're in your late 50s, it kind of fades away. But it's a mark of youth. And so we put that back very creatively. And then we fill the nasal labial lines. Those are the lines between the corner of the nose and the corner of the mouth. And then the marionette lines, which are the lines between the corner of the mouth and the chin. And then I take filler, and I put it along your jawline so that uh, the jowls that you get when you're in your mid-50s or so, uh, which break up the nice, sharp jawline that you used to have, so those jowls begin to descend, and we can either do a facelift, but... You know, you might not want that. I love doing those facelifts. But uh, you might just want a little bit of filler placed between the jowl and your chin to disguise the jowl. And I do that. We use different types of fillers. So thin and thick filler, both made of this hyaluronic acid. It's sort of like maple syrup. You can get thin maple syrup or thick maple syrup or motor oil, same thing. And so the same thing with hyaluronic acid. And we use different grades of the hyaluronic acid, and they go by different brand names. So there might be something called Perlane or uh, or Restylane for uh, in the in that family, or 
Juvederm Ultra or Voluma or different types of uh, hyaluronic acid uh, that we use, or Radius, which is a different material altogether. We use all these different ones. And, and in some patients, I use as many as four different fillers in the same session because they've got distinct uh, differences between the areas that I'm going to fill. So again, Marianne, it's not so much the filler, it's the person doing the filling uh, that really makes a big difference. So in this day and age, in 2016, I really do think uh, that the way to go for those wrinkles that you're talking about is filler, uh, not so much dermabrasion, not so much laser, not so much deep chemical peel, because the recovery is so uh, so ridiculously long uh, and uncomfortable. Most of my patients, when we do filler, yes, you're going to bruise, but you get something, uh, you know, you go to uh, Ulta or Sephora, and you buy Dermablend or Coverblend, one of those uh, heavy-duty makeup makeups, and you can go out the very next day if you're creative with the makeup, uh, you can even go on television the next day, although most of my uh, patients who are on TV take a couple days off. They don't want to push it. But but the truth is, uh, I personally, I've never had filler. I've injected probably 5,000 people, but as a man, not many men have fillers. Uh, I have had Althera, and uh, when we come back from our break, I will talk about the use of Althera. We might have, uh, we got a minute and a half, so let me, since you asked about that, you know, Althera is an interesting new advance for those fine wrinkles, Marianne. Um, Althera is high-energy-focused ultrasound, so it's a way to deliver energy to the skin, just like the laser was a way to deliver energy to the skin, but the laser destroyed the skin to deliver that energy. Althera uses ultrasound, sound waves, and they're placed underneath the skin, not on top of the skin, and so that it doesn't cause blistering and there's no wound. And so Althera can also generate collagen, and I have been using Althera in people who do not want filler uh, in, a, in a new mode that they've just, uh, just introduced. It's about a year or so, a year and a half, uh, to deliver into the skin, not under the skin, the energy. And it's a little uncomfortable. It's not the same effect as filler, though. When you leave my office after you have filler, you look in the mirror and you say, wow. Everybody does because it's very impressive. Uh, but with Althera, it's a very, it's a, uh, it's, you can see the difference, but you don't see it right away. You see it in a few months. And it's not as dramatic. It's more subtle. So, you know, there are people that want that. And I'm talking about for wrinkles, where Althera is a little more dramatic lifting of the jowls and the brows and, and smoothing out crepey skin. All right, Marianne, it's a long answer for a very good question. Thanks so much for calling. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We've got to take a break now. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Stay tuned. We've got another half hour to the show. Don't go away. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of Nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and Nighttime is yours 
for $50. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S dot com or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-D-R-P-E-R-R-Y. This is Rachel Ash. As we honor Dr. Ash over the next several weeks, the Ash Center for Comprehensive Medicine's progressive treatment and patient care will continue. I invite you to listen to the best of Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired Sunday afternoons from 3 to 5. For more information, call 212-758-3200 or log on to ashcenter.com. That's ashcenter.com. Call 212-758-3200. Log on to ashcenter.com. And a heartfelt thanks to all of Dr. Ash's patients and faithful listeners. He adored you. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Hi, you called 1-800-GOT-JUNK? How did you get here so fast? We've been circling the block waiting for you to call. You knew I was going to call? Busy retail stores like yours generate a lot of junk. And you've been really busy. Tell me about it. Displays, ornaments, decorations, banners, posters, boxes, packing materials, mannequins. And this is some expensive square footage. I'm paying a lot of money to store this junk. Tom 1. Yes, Brian. Over there. Tom 2. Yes, Brian. Over there. Now, walk us through that list again, but point at the junk this time. Displays. Amazing. Ornaments. Decorations. I like this. We come when it's convenient for you. Call today before noon and we'll be there today. You guys are the best thing ever. My brother owns a construction company. Do you do job sites? Absolutely. The magic begins when you call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Congratulations to all who took the Balance of Nature New Year's Challenge. Success stories are pouring in. So many people have been helped through this incentive that I have asked Balance of Nature to continue this challenge for as long as possible. I'll tell you what, this stuff is great. I really, I haven't gotten sick. Everybody around me is coming down with that laryngitis, and it's, it seems like it's all over the country. It's like a respiratory tract infection, and people lose mm-hmm. their voice. And then it goes away, and then it comes back like two weeks later, and it's worse. I teach in a school, half the teachers here you know, are sick, you know, they're, they're miserable. And uh, I haven't gotten sick, and I swear it's this stuff. It's, it's this fruits and veggies I'm taking. Good health is just a phone call away. What are you waiting for? Call now and take the health challenge to get a free month's supply of Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code WABC. What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's Your Wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? That's the name of the show, and uh, that's what I ask you when you call. And please do call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. I'm here to answer your questions. And Keith was on the line, but somehow during the break, he dropped off. Keith had a question about ha- he's having liposuction this week, and I call it liposuction, not liposuction. The word is lipid, not lipid. Uh, so Keith is having liposuction, and he wants to know what to do afterwards. He's having his flanks. He calls it the love handles, and that's the most common area that men have. Women, the most common area is uh, the thigh. 
thighs, the outer thighs, inner thighs, knees, very common areas to have suction. The belly before pregnancy, after pregnancy, doesn't work so well, and uh, not because it doesn't work. I can certainly remove the fat after pregnancy, but what happens is you get kind of a crinkled belly because the skin has been overstretched, and you see every little little uh, up and down of the fat underneath, and so a tummy tuck is a better idea after pregnancy. And uh, liposuction of the neck and jowls, very common, and uh, in fact a, a great area. It's one of the big bang-for-your-buck procedures in all of cosmetic surgery. In about 45 minutes, we can suction up to 8 ounces of fat out of your neck, and you know who you are if you've got it. <laughs> and through these little tiny incisions underneath the chin and one under each ear, I can suction under local anesthesia or general, whichever you prefer, and you look like you've had a massive weight loss. You can look like you've lost 30 or 40 pounds just by suctioning, and you haven't lost, well, you've lost 8 ounces. Uh, I was going to say you haven't lost an ounce, but you've lost it in your neck. Uh, you can kind of hide the rest of your body, but you really can't hide your neck. So uh, liposuction, a, uh, a very, very common procedure that we do. So what about aftercare? The truth is, aftercare, liposuction, it should not hurt. It really should. If it's done correctly, in fact, I did the study in my office, and I published it in the journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery a while back, and we uh, did a pain scale after surgery, after liposuction, and numbed up one half the body, didn't numb up the other half, did it under general anesthesia, and asked people after surgery, uh, the first few hours after surgery, and the next day, does it hurt, and how much, on a scale of 0 to 10, and it turns out there wasn't a difference between the sides, didn't matter whether we used anesthetic or not, and uh, in fact, the pain was about a half, a 0.5 on a scale of 0 to 10. That means it really shouldn't hurt much. Most of my patients do not require narcotics after liposuction. They just take a little bit of Tylenol. So in terms of pain, should not be a lot. You should be walking around after all liposuction within an hour. You should be in bed. This is not a bedridden procedure. Uh, and, in fact, you can uh, go back to work about 48 hours after the procedure. If it's your body, if it's your neck, you're going to wait for the swelling and bruising to go down. Now, one thing that you do get with liposuction is uh, you look like an eggplant afterwards. I mean an eggplant. You're so bruised that you look like an eggplant. Uh, so it's not the subtle bit of bruising that you get with a facelift or, uh, or something like that. It's, uh, it's eggplant. And the reason for that, this is a closed procedure. We do it through little tiny incisions and then, and then put a stitch in. And there's continued oozing after the procedure. And you ooze a fair amount. And it comes up to the surface. And it really does bruise quite a bit. That's normal. It takes two, sometimes even three weeks for all the bruising to go away. And then the swelling takes weeks and even a few months to go away. So it's a little sensitive when you touch it, but that's different from pain. Uh, stitches are taken out about a week after liposuction. Uh, you wear a garment, a garment which is like a girdle if it's your lower body or an abdominal binder if it's your belly or this uh, very attractive Velcro thing around your neck if it is your neck liposuction. And, you know, there's not a lot of science to these garments, I'll be honest with you. And so how long you wear them, there's some, uh, you know, it's like cooking. You know, how long do you cook a certain thing? Um, I have my patients wear the garments for about a week or so full time um, until they go back to work. And then they wear them at night for another couple of weeks. That's about it. That's all that's necessary. So uh, that is the aftercare for liposuction. Susan, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Are you there, Susan? Hi, Dr. Perry. 
How are you? What can I do for you tonight? Sorry, I got you off speakerphone. Um, I'm wondering what you can do for our hands, if you can rehab them in the same way you can do our faces, and if so, what do you do to them? Okay. How old are you, Susan? I'm 69. You're 69, so still a pediatric patient in my practice, no problem. Uh, all right, so, so uh, you know, hand cosmetic surgery is, uh, is an interesting and growing area of cosmetic surgery. We ignored the hands. Uh, remember Joan Rivers, my friend Joan Rivers? I had her on this show and, and met Joan Rivers, a, a beautiful woman who uh, died an untimely death a couple of years ago. She, she was a hand model in addition to being a comedian. If you saw her on, uh, what was it, QVC, she used to uh, sell the jewelry. And so she had her hands looking very nice for a woman who was uh, you know, getting up there in years. And, uh, and Joan was one of the people that, uh, that really started uh, popularizing hand cosmetic surgery. So what do we do? If you have brown, splotchy pigmentation, but there's all that sound in the background. Are you cooking? Are you I cooking, know, Susan? What's that? Oh, you are. I knew it. I, knew, I heard you're beating the eggs or something. All right. You got to stop cooking while we're on the radio because 5 million people are listening to you now. All right. So, Susan, if you've got brown, splotchy pigmentation of your hands, there's a few ways we deal with that. We can freeze off those little brown spots. It's called cryotherapy. We just zap them, and they come off. Uh, I've done some of those on my own hand. Um, we can do a chemical peel of your hands and forearms. If you've got a lot of those spots, sometimes it's easier to just peel it all. We have to be much more careful peeling the the hands and the arms than we are even on the face because the hands and arms don't heal as well as the face. So we have to be very, very careful. So for the splotchiness, that's what we do. Now, here's what also happens, and I'm sure you know this if you're 69 years old and, and a busy, busy cooking in the kitchen. You have, if you look at your hands, you can actually see through the skin of your hands by the time you're in your late 60s because our collagen and our skin thins as we age. So we use filler in the hands now, and there are different fillers that we use. One that's particularly good is called radius, because radius is a white material, uh, and when it's injected into the backs of the hands, it really looks quite good, and it makes the skin less translucent, so we don't see through the skin. So we inject that. It's a very simple procedure. We do a, a bunch of injections in the back of the hand, massage it in, and that's good for about a year or even longer, maybe two years. So that helps. Now, sometimes, and this is something I urge you not to do, there are some people that don't like the look of all those veins on the back of their hands. How are your veins, by the way, Susan? Oh, they, they, uh, they're, they're popping right out at me. And they bother you, don't they? Yes. Don't do anything about the veins. I urge you, don't do it. So I think it gets a little crazy, you know, when people, when plastic surgeons uh, go to the extent of removing veins or, or frying the veins, uh, doing something called sclerotherapy. It's perfectly fine on your legs if you've got capillaries or on your face. We laser those. But those little veins on your hands, I would not touch because I hate to tell you this, Susan, sooner or later, we're all going to become patients in the hospital with some illness or another, and they're going to need those veins to start IVs. And I, you know, I just think it's absolutely crazy when you take perfectly good veins and destroy them for the uh, sake of vanity. So uh, I'm not in favor of removing or in any way destroying the veins on the hands or arms. I think that's foolish. So uh, yes for the uh, the brown spots. Yes for the filler. I think that's great. 
uh, but I wouldn't do anything surgical. There are people also, you ready for this one? This is It really can get crazy in my field, who have actually done reductions of the extra skin on the hand. I think that's nuts also. Uh, you know, when you do that and replace that extra, it's like a hand lift. Isn't that silly? I think it really is. You know, be, the reason for that, you replace <laughs> you replace that loose skin with scars, and heaven forbid you get an infection and lose function of your hand. That's really terrible. So, you know, there's uh, I've, I'm in a great field. I love plastic surgery, and I do all cosmetic surgery, uh, but there are limits. You know, I don't do things like hand lifts. Oh, my goodness. I don't do calf augmentations because anyone who wants their calves augmented should go out and run unless you've got uh, polio or something like that that's a different story um you know and uh, we don't do pec implants because uh, people can develop their pectoral muscles by uh, going to the gym although women can't develop their breasts by going to the gym so breast implants are reasonable and not equivalent to that so there's some reasonable things in plastic surgery and some things that are not so reasonable does that answer your question susan Yes. Um, I can imagine, though, that if you can inject stuff in there, that reduces certainly the appearance of the blood vessels, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. That's what I was saying. With the radius or even Restylane injected into the back of the hands, it does reduce the visibility because it then provides substance. What happens is we get older, our skin thins, and we also lose the subcutaneous fat in certain areas. Right. You right. know, uh, life can be a little cruel. We put it on in some areas like our neck, but we lose it in areas like our hands and our forearms. So uh, in our temples, we lose uh, subcutaneous fat. So, yes, when we fill that up, it does look better without having to reduce or remove those veins. All right, Great. Susan? Yep. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling. What's your wrinkle? All the way from Connecticut. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. There's another segment ahead, and we're going to be talking about a new type of painkiller after cosmetic surgery that might not be so new at all. Stay tuned. 800-848-9222. Give me a call. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Well, it's finally spring outside, and it's time for America's favorite pastime. No, not baseball, liposuction. You might have heard about non-invasive technologies that claim to take inches off of your waist, but in actuality, they seem to slim your wallet more than your belly. Liposuction is the tried and proven technique to reduce fat from your tummy, hips, thighs, or neck. I've been performing liposuction for over 30 years, and in most cases, you're back to work in just a few days and in a bathing suit in a few weeks. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in central New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. Check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. I have struggled with irritable bowel syndrome for 40 years. I mean, really struggled with it. And... I want you to know that since I have been taking Balance of Nature, I don't have it anymore. That but, I mean, so after 40 years, I'm 75 years old, and after 40 years of struggling with this, and, you know, early on taking all kinds of medication and this, that, and the other thing, back in October, I was able to cancel my appointment with a gastroenterologist. Okay. You know, your products have made, have made my life, they have improved the quality of my life so tremendously. I can't, I can't be grateful enough. So I want, please thank you all, and please, if you ever have a chance to, please thank Dr. Howard. 
Good health is just a phone call away. What are you waiting for? Call now and take the health challenge to get a free month supply of Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code WABC. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of Nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and Nighttime is yours for $50. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-D-R-P-E-R-R-Y. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. Phone number 800-848-9222. I love having an hour. We used to have a half an hour, and uh, you know, everything was so rushed, and we would get our phone calls at 25 minutes after the hour and try and get a couple quick ones in. So we have uh, the board still full. Lou, we'll get to you in just a minute. I wanted to uh, talk about uh, my products just for a second, as I've mentioned before. You know, uh, phthalates. What are phthalates? It's a hard word to say and a hard word to spell, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. You might have uh, noticed uh, that I say I don't have phthalates, in my products, and why don't I have them? You know, I was on the Dr. Oz show talking about this a couple years ago. Uh, phthalates are, they're everywhere. They're in hairspray, they're in perfumes, they're in foods, they're in uh, all sorts of things around your home, and they're not good for you. They are types of chemicals that are called endocrine disruptors. So so what do they do? Uh, well, let's see, there's all sorts of mood disorders when people are uh, exposed to these, uh, you know, boys have lower testosterone levels, uh, girls have premature sexual development, all sorts of things like this. They're not good, and they should have been taken out of products years and years and years ago. I certainly don't have them in my products, and just to be sure, you know, I don't put them in, but just to be sure that there's no byproducts of any other chemical. I had all four of my products tested last week by a, uh, an independent chemistry la- analytical laboratory in New Jersey, and I'm happy to tell you that all of them came back no detectable phthalates. So those of you who are purists, you, you should be, because it's your body, and you don't want these things in your body. I don't put endocrine disruptors in my products, and I've proven it now with uh, with the uh, phthalate test that I just did voluntarily to just let you know that there aren't any. And by the way, I also, another thing I just did, doing all these things, kind of uh, catching up to things, we just registered with PETA. PETA, you know, the... Uh, 
the uh, the folks that don't want you to hurt little bunnies and dogs and pigs when you test your products. So I test on humans. <laughs> it's sort of funny, you know. We're allowed to test on humans. Yes, we do. And that's called uh, a laboratory that they pay people to have this stuff put on their skin and see what kind of reactions. But we don't test. We don't test on poor little puppies. I have two basset hounds and some other pets lying around the house, and they're looking at me. Uh, and uh, and so I would never hurt these animals. So now we're registered with PETA, and you'll find that on their website next week as a company that's registered. And to get registered with PETA. Uh, it doesn't mean you know we're throwing uh, paint on uh, on people walking around with uh, with fur and things like that. It just means we don't test on animals. Lou, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle, Doctor Perry? Uh, hello. What can I do for you? Yes. yes, I'm right here. Okay, I want to know what's the best way, best procedure to get rid of uh, keratosis on the side of the face. Okay, so first of all, Lou, how old are you? I'm seventy. Okay, you're 78, and it does make a difference. So now you were told these are keratoses. There's two types of keratoses. There's seborrheic keratoses, which are very, very common. Uh, almost everybody gets these as you get older. Uh, then there are actinic keratoses. Which is yours? I don't know. She didn't tell me. Okay, so it makes a difference. It, it makes a big difference what they are. And the reason is seborrheic keratoses do not need to be treated. Seborrheic keratoses are simply cosmetic. They don't look so good. They can uh, they can look like something that's sort of right a crusty thing. But both of these seborrheic, uh, these keratoses, and that's really what the word means, it's kind of a crust, uh, they, uh, they both can look similar. Uh, but the seborrheic keratosis is completely benign, never will do anything. Okay. Uh, but the actinic keratosis in a certain percentage of people will become something called a squamous cell carcinoma, which is a skin cancer. And so actinic keratoses need to be removed, and they can be removed by a number of techniques. They can be shaved off. They can be frozen off. Uh, there are different chemicals now. There's something called Effudex, which has been around for a long time. I like the new one called Picato, P-I-C-A-T-O. Uh, that's another thing, just P-I-C-A-P-I-C-A-T-O, like chicken piccata, you know, P-I-C-A-T-O, I believe. Picato is, that's the new one, and the reason I like that one is because it's a three-day treatment on the face, two days on the body. Uh, and then uh, there's some inflammation, but uh, the cure rate is something like 85%, 90% or so with those techniques without having to have surgery on the actinic keratosis. Uh, now, if it's a seborrheic keratosis, uh, while I said you don't need to have it removed, some of them are a little confusing what they look like. There was actually a study out of Harvard about 10 years ago now where they took something like 18,000 of these things from different plastic surgeons and dermatologists, and they were labeled uh, seborrheic keratoses when they were sent to the pathologist. And then they got looked at under the microscope, and there were a lot of different things in there that weren't seborrheic keratoses. There were a few melanomas. There were some basal cell carcinomas and squamous cell carcinoma skin cancers. Uh, and then, of course, the vast majority were these benign things. But it pointed out that when we remove things from the body, um, 
probably dermatologists are accepted from this because they are so good at diagnosing just by looking at things and, and using uh, this new technique called dermoscopy, where it's a microscope in, on your skin. Uh, but anyone else, if they're going to remove these things, they should send to the pathologist so they look under the microscope at them to make sure that it's just a seborrheic keratosis or an actinic keratosis, and not something more serious. So anyway, Lou, uh, the question is for your uh, doctor, is it a seborrheic keratosis? Okay. And then it's your choice. If, if it is, you don't have to have it removed unless they think it's suspicious, but then they wouldn't be saying it's a seborrheic keratosis. Right. Or if they're saying it's an actinic keratosis, then, uh, then it should be removed. And uh, the choice is, uh, it's a little discussion you have with your doctor, whether or not you get frozen off, which I like. It's a very simple technique, and you can do, If you, a lot of people have many of these things. So, you know, you do 10 or 20 or 50 in a sitting. Uh, just freeze, freeze, you know, it takes 10 seconds to freeze one off, and you move on. Right. Uh, that's a way to do it. Or the potato or Effudex, except Effudex, you look terrible for a month. Uh, potato, you look terrible for just a few days. Now, so, this, this potato, that's the it's over the counter? Oh, no, no, no. Potato, oh. not potato. Potato is what you eat in the uh, restaurant. <laughs> um, so, potato, now you need a prescription for it, and it's very expensive, I have to say. It's hundreds of dollars. Uh, and I'm not sure, I don't know if Medicare, I think Medicare pays for it, but I'm not positive. You know, in this new environment, uh, these drugs, which are much better than the old drugs, uh, uh, you know, because three days is better than 30 days of treatment for this. Uh, but you know what? When it's the federal government, uh, they say they're not going to cut benefits, but you can be sure they're going to. Uh, you know, it, that's what happens. But hopefully they do cover it. Uh, and if not, you can talk to your doctor because I know the company that markets Picado, uh they really try to get it to everybody who needs it. And, uh, and they're fairly philanthropic, and they'll give some uh, – uh, I believe, free or discounted um, uh, samples out to people. So uh, so give it a try. Thanks for calling, Lou. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And I promise we're coming up to the end of the show, but I promise to tell you about this new painkiller uh, that's now in use for cosmetic surgery, brand new but really old. <laughs> it, it's kind of uh, like a riddle. It's Motrin. It's Motrin or Advil. You know, you've known that since the, I guess, about early 1980s uh, they came in, these non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. But we stayed away from them in plastic surgery. We said, no, you can't use those because they're going to cause bleeding. One of the known complications of aspirin and these other non-steroidals, like, uh, you know, Motrin, Aleve, Advil, and there are many others, of course, one of the known complications is they affect your platelets. The platelets are the cells in your body that cause clotting. So in plastic surgery, we've stayed away from those. Uh, we're very afraid. Heaven forbid we get bleeding after a facelift and you have to go back to the operating room. It's one of the dreaded complications of surgery. So we've stayed away from it. But, you know... The other specialties like general surgery and urology and gynecology have used these drugs and have not had real bleeding problems. And so uh, there was a study, again, in our journal just this week, uh, and they looked at 881 different publications since 
since these things came out almost 30 years ago, and they looked at the incidence of bleeding afterwards, after surgery, using them. And it turns out there was no increase. This is fascinating to me because I have told my patients for years not to use Motrin, Aleve, Advil, anything like that uh, before surgery. Now, pain control was equivalent to narcotics with Aleve and Advil. This is great news because, you know, if you take codeine or if you take uh, Percocet or morphine or heroin, one of those things, if you take one of those narcotics before or after surgery, you know what the complications are. Everybody knows you get constipated. That's the most common thing. But a lot of people get nauseated also, and you feel just terrible taking these. Some of these narcotics cause a dysphoria. You know, about 95% of people get a euphoria. That's why they're so addictive. Uh, but 5% get a dysphoria. They take them and they feel lousy. So wouldn't it be nice to not have to take a narcotic? You know, the truth is most of these procedures don't hurt an awful lot. Uh, but I think that music is starting just a bit early there, Mike. But, uh, you know, these, uh, these different procedures, they don't hurt an awful lot. They, uh, they certainly, uh, you know, we traditionally have given these narcotics. I've tried to get my patients to just take Tylenol, Tylenol, and that's pretty good. But now we can tell our patients you can take Motrin after surgery. Uh, and interesting, interesting that uh, if we control pain after surgery, we also control blood pressure. And we control blood pressure, we decrease bleeding. So another great advantage. So if you're going to have surgery this week, talk to your doctor about maybe not having the codeine, maybe using Motrin, Advil, maybe even a leave. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. You've been listening to What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. We'll be back next week at 6 o'clock. Have a great week. Give me a call in the office. Thanks a lot. Great engineering. Bye-bye now.